I think we good. Yeah, we all right. Good. Yeah, just making sure. Cause uh, all right, you know, have you, you've you've been on a podcast before, right? You were my first. Oh, well, thank you're, you for that. You're, you're popping my chair. <laughs> That's how we do it. That's good. Right. I've been a I've been a very uh, um, habitual cherry popper, <laughs> if you will, for the podcast. <laughs> first podcast. Yeah. yeah. This podcast is brought to you by the letter C, which stands for cannabis, but not Chris. That starts with a K. That's right. You are listening to nothing other than... Canisations with Chris. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Canisations. Let me turn my phone down because that is not good business. Uh... You know, have your phone going off. But it do shows my importance, right? Anyway, this is another episode of Canisations with Chris. I'm your host, Chris. And what we do on this podcast is we like to talk about cannabis and everything in between. Everybody from seed to sale, they come on and they talk about what they got going on. And we have a gentleman today that is one of the in-between people. Um, I met this gentleman in a business group that I was a part of. And we have maintained the rapport because I remember his name. He got a, I mean, it's it's not a cool name, but you know how people come up with shorts. You always like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, my name is Nathaniel, but call me Nate. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, nah, you pretty cool. Right. So, <laughs> so without further ado, the director of digital marketing for RVG Digital. That's correct. Um, Nate Wright. Appreciate you being here, man. Hey, man, thank you for coming. Yeah. I know you drove up. For it was like a, I call it a Vermont drive. Like, you can't get there from here. Yeah, <laughs> that's what my daddy says. Yeah. Get there from here. You can't get there from here. Randolph, Vermont. Randolph yeah, drove up from Randolph, so thank you for coming up. I greatly appreciate it. Um, we're not going to be smoking today because you know this is a professional podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm technically on the clock. Yeah, he's on the clock. I'm so on the clock. you know what I'm saying? We're going to keep it. Keep it official. But once again, thank you for coming up. I greatly appreciate it. So can you tell them, tell the community, the listeners, a little bit about Nate before we get into the business? Before we get into the business. Yeah, tell us, you know. Well, I'm an 80s kid. Grew up in in Brookfield, Vermont, which is in the heart of Vermont. And, you know, I've always been good at talking and creativity and the path of life just led me down to marketing, man. Mm. Then I just jumped right into Mm. digital. Anything Mm. online, I love it. I'm like, guess what you call an old school geek, you know, I'm into Transformers and all that fun stuff when I was growing up and comics and and video games and all that. And I just love technology. And I got somebody go. I want to introduce you all to right. with you talking about comics and stuff. Comics. I still I, got all my old ones, too. So I just had a guy come up from Canna Planners, Will Reed, and yeah. he was I went to his office just to, you know what I'm saying, chop it up, right. talk to him. I was in the area. I had to drop off my mother's sweet potato pie. That's what it was. Sweet, that's what it is, <laughs> that's, man. That's it's what it was. Pie. <laughs> but I go in his office, and he has a bookshelf with, like, the X-Men cards from when we was a kid. Oh, like, yeah. he has, like, I mean, sets. and the, the complete sets. I think he only said he doesn't have one. Like like one or two complete sets, but like these Crazy. were the cards where like that you would have to have nine cards to make like the picture. Yeah, man. He has all of those. He has all the the. Uh, I have the same one. You know, see, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, man. It's like I like I know exactly where those are. Yeah. So I was real into it, and I didn't. I never got the cards as a kid, but right. I would trade for them. You yeah. know what I'm saying, and I was kind of working my way up the ranks to have yeah. the card so i got into comics because i hated reading i hated reading. <laughs> and i love drawing like i like my true zen of what i do is my creativity so i love doing art yeah and my mom was really ahead of the time it's like well what about comics it's a mixture of reading and artwork yeah. and it's like third grade you know and i was just like spider-man x-men hell yeah, yeah. you know and so Went from just buying a comic every week to every month to graphic novels and then going to the old comic book shop up in Barrie, which was a trip every other week. You know, my mom got groceries. She'd drop us off to the comic book store and we'd be like, okay, I need this issue. (laughs) See if anybody traded in. For all the young people listening, this is prior to eBay. This is prior to the internet. We used to have to go to a store. 
High-tech video games was called the arcade at the, the Berlin arcade. Mall. And if we were really lucky, every so often, she'd take us to Burlington where the Ooh. big arcade was. <laughs> so that's the life I grew up in. Everybody's like, what's your first game system? It was the Atari. Yeah. What's an Atari? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know, man. That's 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 stuff that sits on the shelf, and they're like, it's like the 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 dial, the rotary phone. Like, I had have you two. Ever seen? I had two in my house, man. and with the long cord, the long cord. You could you could never have a private conversation Hell unless no. you had the long cord, and then they could track the long cord to find out where you was at, and then listen to your conversation. There was and no then privacy. Use that information against you later. Hey, I'm going to this place where I was listening to your conversation, and that's you said you, you was s- going. <laughs> that's not where you said you were going, and that's not what. The person's name was yeah, exactly. that you're gonna go meet up with, right? You well, know, like Tony like, really sounds like Tamika. Right, right, yeah, yeah, right. So, but who's yeah. Amy? Uh, you know, he's always getting in trouble. No one. That's how they be finding out, man. Yeah. I always thought they knew stuff. Nah, they be ear hustling. Oh, they got hustlers out there, right? They got Ooh. eyes and ears out there. You Everywhere. Know? I remember one time I was coming home late one night from out with my girlfriend and. My my dad said, just how fast were you going? And I was like, crap. <laughs> He's got eyes everywhere. He goes, uh, too fast. He's like, that's right. And if my people call me again, the car is going in the garage for a week. That's I was like, crazy. Back in the day, man, that's what you had. That's, right? that's all we had. It takes a village. It takes, that yeah, village exactly. was watching for everybody. And uh, But yeah, I mean, that's just, like, you know, it wasn't cool to be a geek back then. Now it's kind of cool if you like video games and Marvel movies and and, and and I just love the progression and huge Star Wars fan too. I'm not I'm not crazy, but you know, pop culture, man, just yeah. love it. Love music. I love know, music. Love my music taste has grown over the years. You know, everything from, you know, my my dad grew up listening to Simon and Garfunkel, and then you know those kind of John was the Beatles. My mom was a huge Beatles fan, and and just you know, I grew up. Michael Jackson was on the freaking radio all the time. You had ACDC, you had Metallica, you had, you know, Nine Inch Nails, and then this little group called NWA and Dr. Dre <laughs> and Snoop Dogg. And then, you know, I was right in my high school time, man. I it, I always joke with people. I think I grew up in the best time of music across yes, all platforms. we did. We yeah. 100%. If you don't we mind had, me asking, how do you? I'm 46. Okay, so, so I'm, I'll be 39 this month. Yeah, so, so I'm a we're around, older. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but still... With all that music that was coming mm-hmm. out in the late mm-hmm. '80s, early '90s, oh, yeah. that still Run it DMC, hits, it still hits the people the same mm-hmm. way. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's it's still good. I like. I don't don't judge me, <laughs> but my favorite artist is Kanye West. Old Kanye West. Old Kanye. Old man. Kanye. I mean, old I still Kanye. I still have love for the new Kanye. All the respect. But all the respect. The old Kanye and how he took like Motown records and mm. all these old sounds and made them new. And like I'm putting, mm-hmm. I'm letting my daughter listen to it. Like I'm, I listen to the Kanye version and then I have the original version. Mm-hmm. So when she heard like, oh. I've heard this song before, and I was like, "You want to hear another? You want to hear the original song?" The original. And I'd go back to the original, and I would bounce back between the the sample track and the real track. And mm-hmm. she started picking it up. She's ten years old, and right. I was like, "Yes, success! Yes. You understand? <laughs> yes, yeah." And I gotta really thank some of these movies industries. They're bringing back the old music mm-hmm. in their movies, and they're like, "My son will sit there and be like, what band is this? This music's awesome.'" I'm like. Oh my God! Like you like Metallica? <laughs> I got the whole album. Like let's listen to it. Yeah. And 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 it just brings. Oh, I'm trying to think of some other ones that we heard recently. Van Halen and yeah. like all these cool like. But when people talk about mix up and matchups, like you know, comes to mind is like when Eminem and Dito got together and they did their their matchup of their music, and then you got Jay Z doing some stuff too and mixing with older music and making it their own, like really run dmc and aerosmith kicked that off and they that was such there. a huge merger of music back in the day like back then you didn't yes. hear about a hip-hop rap artist going with a rock artist what is your problem like what are you guys <laughs> thinking but what 
you know, when you when people say like, "Oh, I love when all the DJs mix it up with," you know, they call smash ups, smash ups now, and I love smash ups. <laughs> I do too. It, but it brings me back. It was like to the I, remix, the and remix. Then it go to the original, right. where it all started from. I yeah. think that was my introduction to hip hop. Now that I think about it, I yeah. think it was I was listening to Aerosmith on the radio, and then you know that got really popular, and I was like, "What is this?" And then just leads you down you know you know, you got public enemy and then you had all those great hip-hop artists back then and just like wow this is cool and then we had nwa which we had you know and then but when dr dre's the chronic came out like that was the i remember everybody in my class is like have you heard dr dre's the chronic and we <laughs> back then we had this little thing called tape decks tape. And tapes <laughs> and we would make mixes in our in our in our family's homes and we'd bring out our own cds if we were lucky to have them back yeah. then and and tapes and we would make our own mix and then a new upcoming artist called snoop dog was coming on the scene that dr dre had signed and and it was just like wow yeah. like this is this is crazy you watched it grow and didn't even know it was growing. You was just like, oh, he's cool. Oh, this is cool. This yeah, is he, cool. This group is cool, but there's another group right. that sounds good. And then it was like the web effect. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It was just taking you down a road that you didn't even know. And just the evolution. I mean, if you yeah. listen to Run DMC and then you listen to Dr. Dre, it's totally different, right? Yeah. I mean, Dr. Dre and and Easy E, they made it their own, which was awesome. I mean, it's too bad that relationship had a split, but sometimes you got to split to grow, right? Split so, grow. but, and just the other artists that come out from it, you know, I mean, you look at Jay-Z from where he started to where he's now, that's just amazing. Yeah. Just amazing. And then the opportunity to open up for everybody. Yeah. You know, I remember crazy. the I, I remember the, the high top fade box of Jay-Z with the gold grill. The gold grill, yeah. yeah. A couple chains on, yeah. skinny dude looking real yeah. young to see him like, like, like you said, I watched him grow. You know, it's like right. I was still remember them old Jay Z songs and still hearing Hard hearing. Knock Life. Look what he did. He took Man. an old song and he put it to his own and 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 thank you, Run DMC and Aerosmith again. Exactly. Like you know, just that collaboration and how it works and it was it was just it, it's a masterpiece. I yeah. mean, you you think oh, I'm gonna take this Annie song and I'm gonna put <laughs> hip hop to it. What are you smoking? Exactly. Like you know, like seriously, like you're gonna do what? Yeah. And it and it and then just Boom, you know, hit, hit, the hit, <laughs> at the hit, repetitive. That's and, why I love the music, man. Yeah, and, and you know, getting away just from a little bit of hip hop, it's still hip hop, I consider it. But like you, you know, you talk Beastie Boys. I had Beastie Boys growing up. Yeah, that was awesome. Like they, there's a group of guys that start off with rock and they couldn't really break into it, and then they just kind of went, "We're gonna go in our own direction, and we're just gonna make music we like." and God, I created I, a whole avenue, a whole nother unknown whole avenue. Other avenue right? <laughs> you know and then I went into the punk, you know, anything like punk and everything. And just my music, I just love it. You know? It's funny because uh, my daughter, you know, she rides with me. I don't listen to her music. <laughs> like, I'm not bumping no. You're at that age now. Yeah, man. I ain't. What is this crap? What am I doing? I can't be riding around with my windows down, bumping no damn Taylor <laughs> Swift. That don't even sound right. I'm going to get look that funny. Man. So, so I hear you. I but, got a daughter, too. Yeah. But, I, you know, sometimes we, we, you know, I crack the windows when I'm on a, in the, the wooded section when I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's crazy because I've let her, when she first started listening to it, she's like, oh, daddy listens to all this old music. Mm-hmm. Like, he don't know what music is. I'm like. Look here, little motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here. <laughs> Tell you something. Tell you something, your old young whippersnapper. You and don't it, know, but you're going to understand. You have to understand. It was a, I think it's going to be a long, that's that song. Uh, it's a, uh, I know what you're talking about. It was, who who did the, Elton John. Elton did, John. Did the original, and then they did a remix on the radio. Was that, um. Dancer, Little Dance. Uh, Tiny Dancer. Tiny Dancer. I think it's going, No. Rocket Man, that was Rocket oh, Man. Oh, Rocket, Rocket Man. Man. That's the name of the yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, when they was, I remember when the newer version came out, mm-hmm. and it was like, this is a new song by so and so called Rocket Man, and they started playing, and I was singing it. Right. And my daughter was like, this song just came out, Dad. How do you know this song <laughs> word for word? Hey, look here, young whippersnapper. Back in my day, you can thank Elton John <laughs> for that one. Went to one of those times. I went back and played the original. Yep. And she was like, oh, "No okay. kidding." <laughs> Britney Spears, I think, just did "Tiny Dancer." I think that's. I hear it on the radio sometimes when I actually have the radio on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, you know, and and I love remakes. 
you know, like there's this heavy metal group that did a remake of one of Taylor Swift songs. I was like, what? Really? Oh, yeah. I'll send you the link. It's What's crazy. the uh, um, Sound of Silence? Oh. I heard the old version of that. So that's Simon and Garfunkel, so from, right? So I, you say your dad used to listen yeah, to Yeah, that's one of my favorite yeah. albums growing up. <clears> so and, I remember uh, listening to that yeah. and then hearing the new... Hello, was it Five Finger Death Punch? I, I think, think it was. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, that was that. so like they're so good. Oh, that was a good one. That yeah. was a real good one. <laughs> People keep asking, it's like, did you go to a lot of concerts? I'm like, man, we didn't have the money for that. Nope. But, but if I could do it again, yeah, man, I, I went. My first concert was Green Day, and the, up in Burlington, and that was a hell of a show. Yeah, it's a hell of a show to experience with your dad in the <laughs> audience too. That was awkward. But anyways, <laughs> I had to give him credit for bringing me. And my friends at the time, um, but that was my first concert experience. But what a great time! It's it right after Dookie came out, you know their their breakout album and stuff. But yeah, hold I up, love. Hold up, hold up, the break, the, what was the name of the album? Dookie. <laughs> right, I think that's what it is. Right, I have no idea. I'm pretty sure. I did not know, but that sounds like an album that I may should listen to. Oh yeah, <laughs> Dookie, do it, man, punk. I let my um, daughter listen to it. She's like, what is this? This is the album called Dookie. Dookie. Green Day. <laughs> By Green Day. Green Day. <laughs> I'm going to look that That's up. That's right. <laughs> Seattle Punk gone gone sellout. That was a big thing. That's man. crazy. If you ever look up their documentary, it's very interesting. I found myself like really, it might just because I'm getting old, but I love documentaries that tell about people's struggles and where they came from yeah. because we always hear about like, you know, you and I were basketball guys, right? Absolutely. We grew up in the 90s and 80s watching real basketball. Yeah. Challenge me. <laughs> listen, just challenge me. But listen, uh, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, and then the young guy come up in the league called Michael Jordan. Some some may know of him. Somebody might have heard of the greatest of all time. But anyway, uh, you never knew when we were growing up the work ethic, mm. the mentality, the strength of these athletes that had to – defy and overcome and have adversity right michael jordan his work ethic no one could match kobe bryant came after him matched michael jordan's work ethic and you can even argue went beyond yeah. michael jordan's um um work ethic and and expectations and i'll tell you watching these documentaries about what these people went through the training they went through the everything and know? the pain they put their kobe bryant through. There's right. nothing wrong with Kobe. He just wore the wrong damn jersey. Uh, I'm a Celtics fan, man. I I'm know. telling you. I'm telling I you. I see the Boston on your hat, and I was going to talk right. shit about it, but you know. That's how people know. <laughs> if you, you, You're you doing digital right when you see the Sox hat on. That's, <laughs> that's what I tell people. I got a Lakers sticker somewhere well, around here. Well, I'll have to get a Red Sox. I and a Red Sox and a Boston. I had one, one, and I put it. I, I don't. It was one of my old desks. I found a Boston Red Sox sticker, yeah. and I put it under the desk. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, I yeah. married into a family of all Yankee fans, oh, so I can take it. So here's a funny story about my family: is is uh, met my wife. Uh, we're coming up on 15 years married this year. And Congratulations! Thank you, man. 18 years now together, and and she goes, "I got to warn you." And we start getting annoyed. Like my whole family's are Yankee fans. I'm like son of a bitch, but I like I like this girl so. Yeah, so sacrifices, sacrifices must be made. <laughs> and as karma, life, Murphy's law, whatever you want to call it, God looking down on me is like, you know what? I'll make sure every one of the siblings marries a Red Sox fan just for you. So they all pretty much married Red Sox fans, which is awesome. So that is great. We have brought balance to the universe of baseball again. <laughs> uh, and it's always fun, except for my mother-in-law hates April through October. Um, we've mm. we've kind of chilled out in our older ages, but we've always had good fun rivalries. And, you know, who are the Celtics without the Lakers? Who is Larry Bird without Magic Johnson? Exactly. You know, who's Robert Parrish without Kareem Abdul? In, in you rivalry, know? you need two people or two groups. Or two groups. Two any competitions. Any opposing a great thing. sides. Any opposing sides. You know Red Sox, Yankees. <clears throat> I mean, you've yeah. got you know my era Celtics and. And the Lakers, but you, you could even throw in Detroit. You know, I mean, yeah, bad boys, bad boys, man. Hey, these were some thugs. <laughs> now watching, like looking Listen. back, I watched that documentary. I <laughs> Me was too. like, damn, y'all was. I've been was... on a thirty for thirty kick yeah. lately. Like this, these old ESPNs of anything, like college hoops and college football, and and then they did the bad boys one, and you know, you gotta kind of respect them. Yeah. Like, how do you, you know, we got the Michael Jordan rule. He's not coming in the middle. Yeah. How else did you stop a man like that? 
You know, another person I have a lot more respect for, not just for his athletic ability in basketball, Shaquille O'Neal, but just for his mindset and his his entrepreneurship and his business sense and all the respect in the world for that guy. Like, I, you know, people are like, who would you like to meet in life? I'm like, you know what? I'd really like to just sit down and have dinner with Shaq yeah. and just pick his brain. Like, yeah. go from the best center probably – since he's left because I haven't seen anybody his size do what he can do and change the game like Kobe did and Michael. Um, and then just not blowing his money and reinvesting and becoming an entrepreneur and starting his business on, Oh, and I'm going to do commentary too on, on TNT. I'm going to do what I got. He got Papa John's. He's got Papa John's. Icy hot. Icy hot. Uh, The general. The the Uh, lotion. Yeah. I mean, he got his hand in every other commercial you see. Right. It's Shaq Hennon. Right. Shaking them shoulders. Shaking them shoulders, <laughs> you know. And he's, he's become such a – he was kind of like the first influencer getting paid before yes, influencing was. on social media. Yes, he was. And uh, there's certain people, like, I would just really like to pick his brain. Yeah. And I and all the respect, like, I I saw an interview. It was like, if my kids want money, they better come with me with a business plan. Yeah, and said, I was like, yeah. He said, I'm rich. I'm You're rich. You're not I'm rich. rich. <laughs> we, uh, we are not rich. You don't hear I'm about rich. that much often, you know, hey. from people that are rich and, mm-hmm. and all that. But all the respect for him. And, yeah. and we kind of get off topic. That's that's kind of who I am. That's who I grew up with. You know, that's we, good. we weren't poor. We weren't rich. We were getting by and we never knew the difference because that's what 80s kids did we were outdoors 90 percent of the time using our imaginations you know man uh wrapping papers were our lightsabers when we were playing you know like (laughs) and you you had to have a good good one because if you hit it hard enough they would bend oh yeah who's gonna bend first because that kid is screwed you're out the game (laughs) you're out the game You know, Indiana Jones, popular movie. Star Wars, popular movie. Yeah. Goonies. Oh, my God, dude. The Goonies. Goonies. You know, yeah. so I I am blessed to say, and I will argue with anybody, I, I probably grew up in the best era of, uh, it wasn't easy by any means, but it was between movies and pop culture and music yeah. and everything. And just, yeah, it was it was a pretty good life yep. growing up, you Definitely. know? And I didn't have the anxiety. <laughs> you got now. Most yeah. kids do now, and That's I have, true. you know. Uh, I mean, I remember getting lost in the woods. Oh, well. Like, Your parents with, didn't freak out with either, no right? GPS. No GPS. <laughs> no way to get back home. Where's the sun? Yep, exactly. Let me go walk this way. Yeah. I remember I told my dog. I had a German Shepherd. Yeah. I was like, Brutus, I'm lost. I was like, we got to go home. And I, I guess the dog feels the panic and was like, follow me. Follow me. <laughs> sure enough, he took me out on the other side of the, you know what I'm saying, of the woods. And I'm like, okay, I know where I'm at. Exactly. Thank you, Brutus. You want to hear something funny? And, 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 and my old deacon, I I was raised Catholic. He's probably like, why are you telling this story? But <laughs> we went to go visit the Pope down in Colorado when he visited. God, I was, must have been like 16, 17 years old. And uh, the last day in Denver, go have fun. <sighs> Get on a bus, take a taxi, go see the city, be back here by 8. And we left at like nine in the morning. No phone. That's crazy. No chaperone. They just said stick together as a group. Don't go by yourself. And we, it was awesome. We got to see Denver. Now, full disclosure, the cops cleaned up the city before yeah. the Pope came, so yeah. it wasn't as dangerous as people might think. Yeah. But man, we were hopping trains, you know, trolleys. We we're doing buses. We were doing downtown shopping. We and 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 we got stuck at a mall. We ran out of money. And uh, long story short, the one behind the information desk is like, oh, my mom's got a van. Like, she'll come pick you up and bring you to the hotel. And we jumped in some stranger's van and <laughs> went to the hotel. And my mom's going to hear this podcast and probably have a heart attack when she's hearing <laughs> about this. But, but that's how it was back in the day, yeah. you know. And, uh, yeah, so that's that's how I grew up. And that's how I got into digital. That's how I got into marketing, my creativity and loving of helping other people and and I love digital, so that's good. That's it. That's my life story. Like basically started in the newspaper sales. Uh, I'm a firm believer and listen to the universe now because yes, I worked yes. in factory for eight years and it seemed like every year I was getting written up for talking too much. And then my my grandfather finally said, like, you ever think about sales? Because you like to talk. And uh, even though, though I was a shy kid in in high school and and. Uh, I always like human interaction and, yeah. and talking, you know, yeah. and uh, I started off behind a cell phone counter at a hardware store, got approached by a guy that was retiring from the newspaper, did newspaper advertising sales for, God, 12, 13 years, then 
tried my fingers in radio for a few years and then just fell in love with digital and what I can do to help clients. So That's dope. And my creativity, I just I love using it. So I just I just pass that talent on to my clients and say, Have you thought about this? You better about doing this and at the end of the day, you know, I I had an uncle that was a big influence to me. Unfortunately he he his time came earlier than expected, but he says if you're in the service of others and you help others, you'll be you'll be blessed for life and, yeah. and, and success will find you and I always try to remember that, you know. So That's for me, up. just helping people and seeing them be successful just is awesome for That's me. Dope. Well, look. Speaking of success, yeah. let's talk about yeah. Let's you know get what I'm into it. What you what you can offer? Geek out a little bit about yeah, cannabis, right? He, he pulled up with. He was like, "Hold on, let me go to the car and get this paper." Oh yeah, and man. he pulled up. It's got all types of colors and mm-hmm. boxes and stuff. But RVG Digital yep. is a digital company, advertising digital company. Yep. And go ahead. That's the rest so, is you, good sir. The rest is me. So. Last year, I believe, was it November that basically the first dispensary opened in Vermont? Uh, October, November. October, November, right? Yeah. Fall, we'll just call it fall of 2020. Yeah, fall. So, uh, you know, having friends in Colorado and in Massachusetts, I knew that this was a great potential, um, not just for the state, but for entrepreneurs that are going to open their own dispensaries. The problem is, how do you get the word out? You know, what separates you from cannabis A to from a uh, dispensary from b and c and d all over the state right so i started doing it and because you know the fcc is federally regulated and for those that don't know what the fcc is basically they regulate traditional tv and traditional radio you can't advertise on it yep. which is why i created this podcast there you go i couldn't do it well, so boom <laughs> so where do you advertise podcast yeah. right up there you yeah. can do some local newspapers that are independently owned but mm-hmm. let's just be totally honest we're in a digital world i love newspapers i started my career in newspapers but it, everybody's on their phone right so then i started doing deep dives and this is about a six month deep dive and when i could in between selling advertising for other businesses on digital marketing and i i got connected with a vendor and he's like yeah we can we can help you with that and i'm like what can you do and he's like i can get you on um what they call ott and over the top television which is basically digital tv i mm-hmm. call it digital or streaming tv i was like that's really sweet what else can you do he's like well i can get you on digital radio pandora spotify iHeartRadio, those kind of devices and i was like well that's really huge to get branding out and to get word out for these dispensaries so i said do a deep dive to this company and i said i need to know regulations i need to know what i can say i need to know what states we can advertise in i like i need the whole nine yards the reason digital works is because it's not federally regulated yet now there are certain rules like one of the biggest ones is you have to target people 21 and older no problem no problem all right so let me just back up real quick with digital there's very little waste in your marketing budget right so you tell me what you need i need to get in front of people that are within 30 miles of my dispensary I need to reach people out of state. I need to reach people that are staying at high-end hotels. I need to reach these. You tell me. You tell me the age range is going to be 21 or older. Maybe you don't want to target 21-year-olds. Maybe you want to target 30 or older. Mm -hmm. No problem. You tell me your ideal client. And by that is I ask you to keep an eye on who's using your services now, and we mimic who's coming in, and we get the message out to more people like them. And then you tell me geolocation, like I just said, do you want to reach out of staters? Is there a certain time of year that we get more visitors in Vermont? Ski season, maple yeah. season, where are they staying? You know, are they going to need unwind? Are they going to need your services while they're here? hundred percent. Right. So we start deep diving and find out what works for you. And we come up with a plan for a digital proposal. The point is for me, it's got to work for you. My success is reflected on your success. We need to see an increase in revenue. We need to see you grow as a business. That's that's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. So going back to streaming TV or, or, or digital TV and digital radio, this is very optimistic. And this is really good for people to get their word out. Because like every other businesses, there's your competitors, right? And what sticks you out different? 
Well, everybody says they have the best product, right? And everybody says they have the best service. And everybody says they have the best prices. But we do a deep dive. Why'd you start doing this? Why did you open a dispensary? What is your mission? What is your what what are you hoping to accomplish? How big are you looking to grow? You know? And so that was exciting. And then about a two months ago, I got directed to an email marketing company that has had numerous success with mm. dispensaries throughout the country. So I gave them a call and we had a great conversation and they are so confident. They actually sent me an example of an email marketing campaign that they had done for a dispensary in Massachusetts. Um, out of privacy, I won't mention who that dispensary is, but they're pretty big. Mm. And they showed me the type of email that was sent out, you know, buy one, get one half off, clicks to their pages to place the order. Uh, and I was like, this is what dispensaries need. They need direct mailing of emails to people's inbox to see what the sales are. It's mm. like, you know, we grew up in the 80s and 90s. It's like getting a flyer in the it's mail. The, when you get the news, like eBay magazine. If yeah. You remember East Bay. East, East yeah, Bay magazine. East Bay which magazine. used to sell shoes. I couldn't wait every oh, month for the Bay Oh, JCPenney catalog. Those thick ass, like, right. uh, uh, stabbing. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't get stabbed through them. Yeah. <laughs> Because, yeah, that's like for us, it was like paintball armor, right? You put yeah. those between your clothes and your body so You're the good. paintballs don't hurt, right? And so for me, like this email marketing is still very viable because this company also does a 24-hour poll of people that have opt-in to get promos. Mm -hmm. So we're not wasting emails. We're not sending emails to people like, ugh, I don't have any interest in this product line. We're sending it to people that have opt-in to be like, yeah, I want more information. Yeah. Here's the other cool thing about digital. We have guarantees. Ooh. We have guarantees. So email marketing, we have a guarantee that 10% will open up your email. If we cannot reach that guarantee, we'll keep running the email campaign till we do. You know, so having those guarantees, having those demographics and geographics that best fit your company makes little waste in advertising money. Absolutely. And, and you that's one thing that I've noticed. I mean, I, I'm not going to say I've noticed it because I've always had the mindset that cannabis is going to sell itself. You 100%. know, when everybody who smokes knows there's the, mm -hmm. a dispensary around. Mm -hmm. All you got to do is go to it, show your ID, get right. your flower, get your whatever, and leave. You right. Know? So I think it sells itself. But when you separate yourself with, hey, if you come here, you can get this, 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 and this plus this you know what i'm saying it kind of elevates your state you know what i'm saying mm. your 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 place in the market i was with uh i was talking to a guy um that had had you know has his dispensary of choice and i was picking his brain like why do you go there i mean there's there's four others and then 15 20 mile radius mm -hmm. from that store and he's like they got a loyalty program it's awesome mm -hmm. i'm like okay so that's that's what separates right that's like he buys so many gummies he gets you know, a break or a coupon towards something else. I don't yeah. know what it was, but he's like, there's just a loyalty program and it, they're really cool guys. And they just, you know, and so it's like you sit there, right. And you're going to buy a car. How many different car dealerships are in at hundreds yeah. and they all promise the same thing. We got the best prices, the best customer service, the best financing. Rah, rah, rah. Come on down Come to on the Moly Valley Ford. That's we'll right. give you the price that you need and the price that you want. Uh, man, I hope Dan Keen is listening <laughs> to this right now. I hope he is. Hey, hey I love making fun of you, Dan. I ain't uh, gonna lie. I, I'm not making fun of. I love imitating you because your voice is stuck in and, my head. And do you know why, Chris, you're, mim you're mimicking him is because he does really good marketing. He does really good marketing. He is the radio guy Yes, he right. is. Everybody soon knows to be him. email guy, Dan. I'm going to call you. Yeah. We're going to have a talk. But uh, so you 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 do that, right? Every car dealership they have the best prices, but why do you keep going to the same ones that you always go to? Right? You have that personal connection. You have that customer service. You you feel comfortable with them. You got to do the same thing for dispensaries. Yes, there's a need. Everybody needs a car. Everybody, you know that that is in cannabis and and all that. They have to go there to get the product and the service, but why would you go to one versus the other? Right. Yeah. The other thing with Vermont, and we're still looking into the, the rules and maybe, you know, Chris, cause you're, you're more into the industry, but I don't know if they can mail yet, um, across state lines. Do I haven't, that? um, I do not know. I, I okay. still think it's, you t you're talking about packages yeah. of, I yeah. still think that would be considered trafficking and federal or right? federal. Yeah. Because the post, it, office, the post so. office. Yeah. So I'm still deep diving into that and finding the rules and regulations but even um 
placing online orders and then pick up in store. Yeah. Like that is huge right now. Yeah. That is huge. Um, so when we talk email marketing, the one thing I like is all the click throughs, right? So you, and then we can track which ones are tracking better, right? Yeah. So it's like, oh, you, we saw an increase in gummies this month. That's different. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Like, oh, there's a 50% more click through rate on this than, you know, other products. That's cool. Oh, this promo worked better. That's cool. Yeah. Keep that in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. And as we keep going, we, we get the perfect model. You know, it's like the perfect coupon back in the day that you found in the newspaper, right, yeah. for the business. We find the perfect model that builds you uh, return on investment on your advertising. You make more money than you put into advertising and and success. And, yeah, and that's why I love it. It's all trackable. Yeah. It's all trackable. You, you keep track of the analytics and what is doing oh, yeah. good and what doesn't, and then you can add to and take away. Right within to make to make the process better or right. to make the ROI the better. ROI better. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> here's the cool thing about digital TV and digital radio. Tell me, what's the cool thing about that? We don't care what you're watching. Hey, we're going to follow you. Exactly. You ready you ready for some big brother talk here? Let's talk. All right, let's talk. <laughs> so when let's say Chris opens Chris's dispensary right up here in Jefferson, Vermont. Okay. You tell me who you want to reach. 21 and older makes an income level of more than 50k a year i want this i want that i want it the whole state of vermont because i don't care they'll travel to come see me i got a great store if michael smith is a candidate down in randolph vermont to come see your store we don't care if he's on tubi we don't care if he's on hgtv plus we don't care if he's on pluto we don't care if he's on peacock we follow him Mm. and your commercial follows them same thing with digital radio right so this is the cool thing if he's on spotify your ads will show up if he switches over to pandora or iHeartRadio, radio your ads show up so imagine back in the day if you were a business owner and you could be like i want every tv station for one price and i want you to make sure you only get in front of people that will use my services yeah impossible back then not impossible now absolutely right yeah. so you talk about little ways you're even you don't even care what genre they're listening to. If, if, if it's a guy like me that likes the whole music genre of, I mean, from Michael Jackson to Metallica to country to whatever, your ad's going to follow even from genre to genre to genre. Now, there are some exceptions. Like if podcasts, they have their own sponsorship sometimes, so your commercials mm-hmm. won't show up to someone like Joe Rogan, right? Like Joe Rogan is such a huge podcast, and he's got his own sponsors. It's exclusive. But you'll reach the other 90% of the genres on Spotify, Pandora. There's so much more that can be touched and utilized. Why limit yourself to one app when you don't, you can take the stress out. Like, I know I'm going to reach this guy no matter where they are. I know I'm going to meet this family. I know I'm going to reach this lady no matter where they are. That is huge. Yeah. That is huge. And we can run numbers. And the other thing with, you get digital reports every month. You can have a dashboard if you choose to. You can pull it up anytime you want and be mm-hmm. like, oh, this is how I'm tracking. This so is now nice. you ain't got to take my word for it. We, you give the platform mm-hmm. for this is my word and you can right. read the word. And if you have any questions about my the paper word, let me answer it for you. There's no way that someone could say like, eh, I don't feel it's working. Yeah. Mm, I got the numbers to prove it, right? Yeah. And, and here's the other thing is we do have minimum buys that are very affordable, but for the price that you would pay for a high-end radio station or a big local network television, you would get a thousand ads with me versus mm. one. With them. With them. Yes. Now they might have more eyes, but there's nothing to say that those eyes at that minute that your commercial's playing is gonna be using your services, right? So this is how I put it in comparison. For 40 to $50, depending on how premium you wanna get, you get a thousand ads, you wanna, five o'clock, 5.30 p.m. news commercial on your local network, you could be paying anywhere from 80 to $100 a spot. Oh, wow. So you tell me, like when I talk to people, it's like, what's more beneficial for you? Well, a lot of people buy premium streaming services like Pandora without commercials and Spotify. You're right. You're 100%. 100%. And a lot of people listen to other radio stations that you're running your ads on. And there's a lot of people that turn the dial when commercials come on. And there's a lot of people that don't watch local TV as much as they used to. Very interesting fact. In the whole country, the whole country, New England is the number one cord cutting area in the country. Oh, really? Which means they're cutting traditional TV services. They're cutting, but they're keeping their internet. 
mm-hmm. they're going to streaming services. So the more streaming services you have, the more expensive it gets for premium. The number one thing that's cut is radio, Pandora, Spotify, those kind of services. They'll they'll be willing to listen to four, 15, 30 second commercials and then get back to their show yeah. or their music. Listen, listen to your favorite tunes after these ads. And if it doesn't work, why do we see Home Depot? Why do we see McDonald's? Why do we see people like big corporations on these platforms? Exactly. They have to spend millions of dollars a month on these platforms because they're hitting the whole country. You don't have to. You can spend hundreds of dollars and hit just the territory you want. And wouldn't it be great to see local businesses more on these platforms than, yeah. than major corporations. It would be because a lot, one thing that New England, I guess, thrives off of is the locality of, of yes. everybody, you yes. know, support your own. So if you, we could get the business on a platform mm-hmm. to say, hey, we're here. Yeah, you're watching, you're watching YouTube or Tubi or Peacock, mm-hmm. but we're still local. It would be cool to see local commercials, right. and not just for New England, just for everybody. And then the, I guess the exclusivity is taken out because you know cannabis can be added into that because really it's kind of like the wild wild west right now. You People know don't realize that the internet is the wild west right now. Yes, it is. Um, now I can't do this for cannabis. I, I can only do digital TV, digital radio, and email marketing now. Yes. I'm working on it. It's growing. But I can put other ads on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. I can do Hulu. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can. Do, there's a lot of things I can do. I can do search engine marketing, which is Google AdWords. I can, Google, I can do display network advertising on the internet. The biggest thing that you can do is you can get search engine marketing where you buy Google keywords. You buy them, okay? You can buy your competitor's name. Mm. It's the Wild West. There's nothing le- illegal about it. Yeah. So when I tell people, usually in Vermont, we're all pretty cool. Like, yeah, I ain't going to do that. But, you know, when you main competitor, if people do a Google search for XYZ dispensary or XYZ dealership, sometimes on the top of that Google search, you see an ad. It says AD, and then you'll see their competitor's name. Yeah. They bought their competitor's words. Exactly. They bought their competitor's name. Um, so it is the Wild West, and you might as well take advantage. But it's the Wild West that you can afford. Mm-hmm. When you spend – I have some businesses that probably spend on the upward of 50000 a year on local TV on one station. Imagine putting that on a digital platform. You know, oh, and you What can. I tell people all the time, are people on their phones more? Or are people tuning into TV, yeah. listening to the favorite radio? We have different demographics that do that. I'm not saying yeah. that TV and radio are not relevant. They still are. But if you do not have a very strong digital presence and a digital branding, the radio and TV are not as effective. I Anybody like that wants to argue that, you can. You, you know how to get hold of me, but it, I'm just it, saying. Well, I also feel like with that being said, even for the middle ground, people sometimes, including myself, I'm put on – TV or the radio as background noise 100%. as I scroll and as I see ads on my phone. Mm-hmm. It's just like a filler. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So even though it's on, you can hear whatever, but you're not listening to that. You're focusing on what's in right. your hand, your laptop, or whatever. So Audio yeah. is still one of the best retainers that there is. So like you said, I still watch the Patriots on local TV. Absolutely. Right? But when there's an affordable streaming service, I can't say I won't, but I'm also scrolling, right? So it does work, but here's the deal. If you don't have a digital presence that retargets what people are hearing to stay in front of them, you're dead in the water. And here's the other thing. Younger people, I deal with a lot of middle-aged, older people that are business owners, but younger people need to be reminded so many times to do the basic thing. I have children, I know. So you have to get your message in front of them so many times. So placing an ad during prime time is at $50, $80, $30, or placing a 1,000 impressions, which which means that it comes up a 1,000 times on devices, which one's more effective, Mm -hmm. especially reaching the younger people. I will tell you, I have a 22-year-old son, love him to death. He drives truck. He does not listen to radio. He has his Spotify on. He has his music platform. As soon as you get in the car, you crank it up. It comes on. Hell yeah. Yeah, you don't have you to. You don't go. have to even worry about nope. it, right? Yeah. And 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 he, I go, well, do you ever listen to radio? He goes, eh, eh. Yeah. 
Eh. So when I'm not talking analytics, I'm just talking from personal experience, right? My 13 year old, he's on YouTube learning how to do the latest moves on Fortnite or whatever <laughs> he's playing. Right. And so like a lot of people look at me sometimes with like, I have two heads, but the generation coming up, you want to be relevant locally. You want to get their business. You need to be in front of them. And it's sad to say, but loyalty is not as strong of a point back when we were growing up, Absolutely. right? You're, I have a lot of clients that say, well, my dad never had to do this kind of advertising. Well, your dad never had the internet, you yes. know, and, and information is now at everybody's fingertips. It's a double-edged sword, right? So I've heard hundreds of times of people going out of state to get a savings to go down here to save it on the piece of equipment they're buying or whatever and not using someone local. But what they don't understand is when they do that, they lose their loyalty program on the maintenance that's done from the local guy. Mm. I look at them and I say, you need to get that message out. Don't hide that. If you buy it XYZ from us, we will give you a break on all maintenance after you buy it from us. That is huge. That's big. And it probably could save more money that way than saving a thousand dollars of going out of state. Exactly. You know, so that's what you get with me, right? Mm. You get the whole marketing campaign. We think of creative ideas. We figure out why people aren't working for you. Like a lot of my things right now is help wanted, right? Not to get off a tangent, but why would people want to come work for you? We go down that hole. Like, what can you offer? Are you offering good pay? I know the market. Are you offering good benefits? And I'm not talking health insurance. I'm talking like, is it a joy to work here? A lot of people like me, we grew up like, you get a job, you put your time in, you do it, and you're loyal. It's not like that anymore. It's not. They can drop you at, at the drop of a hat. Right. For, and I think that's a law in Vermont. It like, is. We can fire you for no reason. And I'll tell you, the internet has made more entrepreneurs than we can shake a stick at. Talk that shit. Yep. Yes, yes we has. have. And I'll tell you what, I've had a coworker leave that I used to work with, and until she could get her business up and running, she was doing... DoorDash or one yeah. of those services, she told me she was averaging like 20 bucks an hour. Yeah. On in, Ver in Vermont. Yeah. So when people are like, oh, you need me, like we're paying you really good. Yeah, absolutely. We all have bills to pay and everything. But the other thing that I'm, my dad kind of calls it the rebirth of the 60s, right? Because that's where he grew up in, <laughs> is people are less worried about money. It's not top priority of how much money you make and how much stuff you have. It's quality of life. Quality of which life. Which was the whole reason for the 60s. It wasn't, you know, you talk to anybody that grew up in there, right? It's like you had the hippies. They didn't care about having a lot of personal objects and possessions and making tons of money. They were like, free love and enjoy life. I'm and happy. I'm happy, right? Yeah. And, and so we're seeing that. And people want good quality of life so i'm not gonna lie that? i was wondering where that was going when you said it's the rebirth <laughs> of the 60s i'm like what but now you're a hundred percent right yeah. i never realized that yeah. because at one point in time it was let me find a job mm -hmm. that i can make the most at i don't care what i gotta do right i just want to make right. the most money to money's take, gonna make me happy money's gonna make me happy you know what and, brought that on is our parents. Our yes. parents work so hard and we work so hard because they work so hard that our kids and well, probably people more your age and, and younger are seeing like the, the health um, yeah. degeneration of in their 60s and 70s because they work so hard and, yeah. and all that. And so there's balance. It's, it's recorrecting itself is what I call it. So, you know, I had one client um talk about help wanted he had a coworker, and he's like look man i'm gonna pay you more money to stay i can't have you leave i know that's very competitive out there and the employee said instead of paying me more i'm good can you just give me another week's vacation mm. and that's huge Damn. right it's still paid time off it's as equivalent if not cheaper than giving the guy a raise but he wanted to spend more time with his teenage daughter and wife vacationing and seeing the world and that right there is a prime example. You know, can you offer another week off without hurting your business? Can you give, if you're a mechanic, and I know we're going off on a tangent here, but if you, if you own a garage and you're a mechanic and you have workers, can you schedule time to give them Friday off at one and still pay them like they're working till five mm. and have them have the afternoon with their kids to go to swim in? Go do, you giving Anything? them time off for family activities. Can you go down to your local hardware store, buy a grill or a griddle, and cook lunch every day for your employees on a Friday? 
That I ain't gonna lie. Little things like that is what I bring up. I ain't gonna lie. I had a recent job that you know, aside from the the other nonsense that happened, it was an area where all those things that you didn't know that you needed was accommodated. Mm-hmm. Like I'll pack in your lunch. Like all right, I gotta go to work. Gotta pack my lunch. This job, the food was provided. You know, you tell us what you want and we'll buy it because, you know, that's the. We appreciate. We appreciate you. All that stuff adds up. And that shit right there, Mm -hmm. that was mind blowing. If you could go to a factory job making shoes, tires, building cars and have a fridge or fridges, freezers stocked with food like that is that is a lot. That's a lot. Can you imagine Hospital work is hard to find now throughout the whole country and, and in Vermont. It's one of the biggest, you know, finding nurses and staff. You guys have cafeterias. Provide a free lunch for every staff member once a day. Exactly. Little thing. Because you have to serve healthy food. So you're yeah. providing a healthy meal to keep them healthy. I've got businesses that now offer company mental sickness days. That's As crazy. the whole company shuts down for a day and just... On the, which if you can do great, not every business can do that. But they also have mental health benefits where they will help you pay for therapy. And, that's and, awesome. And that's what sticks you out, right? It is. So when I, getting off on a tangent about digital, you got to have the complete balance. You know, you got to have the complete life. And now I'll tell you, everybody's worried about making the customer happy. Make your employees happy. So if you're in a dispensary <sighs> right now, you keep your employees happy. They're going to make your customers happy, and you're just going to grow. And that's the first place we start. And and then we bring in like now I'll send people your way. Now I'll send people here because I know they're going to be taken care of. That's right. the other half of my battle. That's is is making sure that you've got your house taken care of. Because all the advertising in the world is not going to help if you have a bad reputation, or, or you're not a you're not a pleasure to shop at or use at. Um, so, as you can see, I love geeking out about digital. I do, um, and it's good and it's because good, you know it's 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 where it's going now. It's we're not there. like oh yeah, exactly. We're ten years ago. That's where we was headed. Yeah. We're already yeah. here. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's not going to go back. You want to hear something kind of funny? What? Here's my prediction. So I saw an article and I can't, I can't, you know, with everything on the internet, authentic, authenticity is huge. Like yeah. some, you can put anything on the internet and say it's true, but you got to have some backup. I read an article where Microsoft signed a patent for advertising in video games. And I started going down that rabbit hole. So I predict in five years on the next generation of consoles and PCs, when you play a game, you're going to have to be online. And they're going to do a geofence of where you live. And then vendors like can put their logos and their businesses inside a game. So let's take Grand Theft Auto. We all know Grand Theft Auto. Huge. Huge. We're going down a city, right? Yeah. We're going down and there's a hardware store in the city. Well, that's that that hardware store has the same local as my local hardware store. Is that Aubuchon's? Is that Aubuchon's? <laughs> is that, you know, I mean, it could be bigger. Is that Home Depot? Is yeah. That, and then it can change. Yeah. Right? So imagine, I mean. It was like, get the heck out of my head. But can you imagine that? Can you imagine? And that will be the next step. Virtual reality. Virtual reality. I've dabbled in it. And it's amazing. I don't know how we're going to use it for marketing and advertising. But you can go to a concert. Put on a pair of nice bows or... um, And you're there. And you're there. You're there. You're there. It's not the real life experience, but... If you just lose track of the reality that you're sitting on your couch... You're there. You're there. One of the things I did was the my first is I feel old saying this, <laughs> but my first virtual reality experience was like one of them games where um, you walk out on a a bridge. You got to walk out. I had to walk on a plank, and I know I'm in the living room. I know oh, I yeah. know my environment, but I have these goggles on, and when I look left, it's not it's not a chair. It's sky, or I look right. Oh, yeah. It's something, to, and so you can really lose yourself in where you're at, and it affects your whole body. Because I'm standing in the middle of this living room, screaming my lungs out because I'm scared of heights. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had to don't look down, <laughs> and it's like it's it's six feet. Oh from, yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? So when if you're gonna put people when it's gonna it's go, it's gonna resonate with them mm-hmm. when they see. Mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto, when they're jumping, they beat that person up in the car, pull them mm-hmm. out, and they take a right down a highway, and they see 
the mobile station down the road from them right. or or hard it's not going to make a big impact mm-hmm. but it's like that little pin in the brain you know right. what i'm saying even if it's for okay i did it from here this is where i need to get back to because right. it's a race or whatever and you drive by that store seven eight nine times in a video game you're going to remember setting so here's i've i've got a playstation vr and uh the reason I got it is because I could fly any Star Wars ship that I wanted. X-Wing, A-Wing, whatever. That and makes it's great. sense. <laughs> but my daughter and I, we also, um, she's she's found a passion for driving and racing. So here's the thing. Like, we popped in Gran Turismo 7. We put on the VR headset. Well, I put on the VR headset. She's not old enough yet. She's just watching on the TV, but I got a steering wheel and a gas pedal and, and all that. And she's racing Daytona. She's That's in a crazy. Ford Mustang, souped up. GT. That's her car. We just we spent video game money tuning it up, <laughs> and she's racing Daytona, and she's going on the banks, and it's it's a force force feedback steering wheel. She hits that side, that steering wheel shaking like crazy. It's got sensors on the pedals. I got it from a friend. It's great, and she can't do virtual reality. But when I put on the virtual reality, I'm in the cockpit of the car. Yes, you're there. I, it's not hot like a car. It's not the real thing. But you know what? You're it's there. pretty amazing. You're there. Now imagine going around Daytona in a future game and local ad banners are showing up on the side of the track. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, that so That would be crazy. Isn't that crazy? So <laughs> here's here's where I'm going with this. I'm only one guy, but I got partnerships that's mm. always up to industry um, leaders, right? Yeah. So they're like, Hey, this is coming. You know when Elon Musk bought Twitter, right? I got it. You're like, hey, we're pretty sure Elon is. This deal's gonna go through next week. I'm like, really? He goes, get ready, because you can advertise anything on Twitter now. You can advertise cannabis on Twitter. It's the only social media platform. Now, I am so busy. I probably wouldn't have known that, but that's why I have my partnerships. They call me like, hey, just a heads up. Just to Elon, let you know. And there's going to be, like, he's going to open up the floodgates, right? And I was like, all right, cool. It's just one more thing to have in my arsenal. Um, and then I go down my own rabbit holes, too, and, and research what's best for the client. And that's yeah. what it's all about. Like, what can I do for my client? Yeah. You know? And it's I just dumb. think there's a big need for cannabis because here you have the state saying, yes, open dispensaries. Yes, make money. But you better not advertise no, it. No, <laughs> you cannot advertise on these platforms. You, can't, like, you better not. <laughs> you know, like, you know, it's like, man, what are you It's doing like you're a, you're a drug dealer. You know what I'm saying? You're still having to find yeah. out. You, you can't, you ain't got to, you can buy a storefront now. Glorified, but you can't, right? yeah, a glorified drug dealer. Mm-hmm. And you can't advertise it, but you can't, you know what I'm saying? You right, can, exactly. And then you're relying on word of mouth. And word of mouth, hey, you know. It works. It works. 90% yeah. of success in businesses, this person referred me and they talked about this. Awesome. Now take it to the next step. Absolutely. You know, now take it to the next level, you know. And don't ever underestimate the power of a jingle. Oh. Everybody laughs at me when, but I have a jingle. I have a jingle guy. Um, he's actually out of Nashville, Tennessee. So there's a lot of voice talent and music talent, you know, down there. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be country. I say Nashville's like I don't want no Nashville jingle. No, nah. no, they do all genres. Everything. But, so that's what we do, man. Like just sum it all up. My measure of success is getting you on the right path of whatever business that is, yeah. and that you get a good return on investment. You grow. And you're like, I want to refer Nathan to my buddy next time I talk to him. That's it. That's amazing. That's and you can we I can mean, take your cannabis company and get higher. Get, oh, did Ooh, you see what I, I did? I see there, what right? you did. That's you a dad see, joke. That's a dad joke. You know that's a dad joke because you're a dad too. Hell yeah. But yeah, we take it's your twenty one and up. We, dad we joke. take your business to higher elevations. Ooh, we take your business to higher that's elevations. Right. That's right. So <laughs> that's what we do. And 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 that's good. here's the great thing about digital: if something doesn't work. I got many other digital platforms. It's not just one. No. So you got jingles. Mm -hmm. You got where you can put it. Mm -hmm. You got, that's kind of crazy, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, You know. (laughs) You got it. Yeah. And multiple avenues to place those whatever you created, right? Mm -hmm. You want to be on TVs in Burlington, Vermont? Done. We, We do it across all devices. So my consultation's always free, you know? Give well, me a call. Hit tell me. them where to find you, man. Well, you can find me at Nright. That's right with the W. So N W R I G H T at radiovermont.com. It's the best email to get hold of me right now. 
And uh, shoot me a text or call my cell. It's 802-417-4849. Say you heard it on the podcast. Say you got a refer from Chris. Oh, And let's yeah. just have a consultation. Let's just talk. Well, look, man. This has been fun. Hey, that's what I was gunning for. All right. That's the like I told you. I told you that's the vibe that I want here, that's man. Right. I wanted people to come kick it, chill, talk yeah. about what they got going on. It's like a a, a connection source. People hear it and be like, boom. Oh, that's boom. Okay. let me try this. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I appreciate you so I much for you, coming up here, man. And, yeah. And giving giving the people the knowledge about got the a nice things place that you up here, man. Thank people you. need to come be on your podcast. Hey, man. tell them again because I got the space for you it. You got the space, you know man. You guys, you guys got to get up here and check out this spot. Man. Yeah, it's sweet. Thank you, man. Thank and you. that's why I built this room, man. Because. Yeah. Get you, get you loose. You see, the- if you haven't seen this room, it's full of stickers. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to send you some care, <laughs> care package stickers. Yeah, next time man. I'm out and about. I need. I meant to tell you. I, I, I don't know if I did, but I forgot. I may have right. forgot because I was, you know, a lot of things. But this table mm-hmm. is the can of the can of table, and I always have people who come up throw a sticker on it. And I should have said that. Uh, I should have texted. I'm gonna to mail you one. Mail now. me a sticker. And I will put it down. I'll tell you what, I'm going to give a little plug into my baby brother. He does tattoo work uh, down in Central Vermont, but he also puts his tattoo work on stickers. So I'll send you one of his stickers. Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah. Hank Benny on Instagram, man. RVGdigital.com. If you got any other questions, you can always reach out there, too. We've got a whole list of everything. That's right. Once again, man, thank you for coming up. Greatly appreciate it. And thank y'all for listening. Greatly appreciate y'all tuning in. You know where you can find me at. Kennesations Podcast. We'll see y'all next time. Y'all know what it is. Is. Y'all stay blazing and stay amazing. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Gotta keep those catching.